Hey, welcome back to the Trust God Bro 12 Days of Christ Centermist. This is day eight of relishing and reflecting on the gospel. So, like I've said, the PNC's Christmas price index, each year they take the song, the 12 Days of Christmas, and they budget it out. It's about 38000 this year, 39000 If you got every item, it would be 170000 So that's like a lot of money. And I think even more than we need this is like we need the gospel. We need this in our lives, and that's why I'm doing this. And so I know it doesn't really roll off the tongue, but each day is a different meditation on an attribute of God. And I know there's more than... 12 attributes of God, but um, this is just a start. Um, so to begin, this is about trusting God's beauty today. And so I have been in Colorado, and so it's been pretty awesome. And so today we went on a little hot springs journey, and we had about an hour and a half car ride out there. And so as we're driving, um, we hit these um, really windy roads where I couldn't even see anything. And all of a sudden, the snow just removes, and um, later in the day, it becomes clear blue skies, and you start to see the amazing mountains that are just surrounding you, and um, I think I was just in awe, and as I'm driving back at the end of the day, we saw um, the hint of like an orange kind of setting sun, and it really is colorful Colorado for a reason, and so I think it's cool, but this might be a weird title because it's... Um, when you think of God, an attribute of God, beauty is something that may not come to your mind, but I think it's a very necessary topic when discussing the attributes of God because a part, it, it may not be an attribute itself, but God himself is beautiful. And so Psalm 27.4 is a good example of the beauty of God being integral to his being. It says, one thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. To see God through the lens of the gospel is to see beauty. And it really is amazing just to see this of like, this is the one thing that David had asked. The one thing that he sought most was to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of his life. And that's a question for me of like, do I seek God like that? And so I love beautiful things. I mean, I love beautiful sunsets, poems, waves, code, songs, food, relationships. We have a natural affinity towards beauty. So when you ask someone about beautiful things in their life, most people would may not say God is beautiful because we associate beauty with what we see. And the beauty of God is an invisible beauty. They would probably say their significant other is beautiful or their, um, their house is beautiful or, or something like, along those lines. But the thing I'm challenging um, myself to and all of us is to say, um, do we see God as beautiful? So do we have a category for beautiful that is not visible? For example, like where do you find your enjoyment? Do you think about your vacation coming up or becoming successful at your work? Do you dream of raising a family? The things that you dream of and think about are beautiful in your mind, even though they may not be visible yet. And so the things that we love captivate our hearts, and that is what drives us to do what we do. Our entire life is worship. We all worship what we find beautiful, but this may not be God. So I want to ask the question is like, what makes something beautiful, beautiful? You know, beauty is hard to describe because it's more so an experience. So if you like ask a young man, like what it's like falling in love, it, it, it would be hard for him to describe that. But when understanding what it really means for something to be beautiful, it's described in Proverbs 31, a, a version of it is like, charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that fears the Lord is worthy praised. And this is like Jeremiah 9.24, where it says, don't boast in wisdom or riches 
or in strength, but the Lord who practices steadfast love and justice righteousness. So boast in the Lord. This is what beauty is. The Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness. So lasting beauty is character. It's not a thing that's just eye candy. It's um, eye candy merely gets you thinking about what the character is like. And so the objects we see in life, like sunsets, the dogs playing with their puppies, you know, the waves crashing, just remind us of the characteristics of people. And we see the beautiful characteristics, which remind us of the character of a person. So the thing that really gives us a heartfelt affection are the characteristics of a person and, and, and the true like sacrifice and love and the, the actual actions behind what we see. So then what is it like? You know, what is beauty like? So in the heart of God's characteristics, you have perfection, all of them coming together. And the greatest characteristics of people are nothing compared to the beauty of God. This is the heart of true beauty. It is goodness, glory, truth, justice, patience, omnipotence, humility, immutability. True beauty is spiritual. So the things we experience in life are a mere reflection of the source. We have a default nature to find more joy in the reflections of the gift rather than the gift itself, God. The reason is sin blinds us from beauty. We have spiritual amnesia. So, I mean, even the day when I'm, I'm in Colorado, I'm, I'm almost praising the, the snow and the beauty of the mountains more than I am God. So I need to take my heart to the true beauty, what is God himself, the actual creator of these things and the gifts that we receive, the food that we eat, the relationships that we have. And we need sanctification. We need to be saved from our spiritual amnesia. We struggle with lustful eyes to delight in God. Sinners beholding God's beauty would die. God's beauty is so perfect that we would be simply destroyed in the face of it. Beauty is not in the eye of the beholder, but it is in the most beautiful one. It is in God. This is where God fixated our hearts permanently on him. God promised us, I will give you a new heart and I put, I will put a new spirit in you. I'll remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh, a heart that delights in God, a heart that sees the beauty of God, a heart that loves the things that he loves. So listen to this. On a seemingly ugly cross, Jesus was lifted up. The ultimate ugly thing in the Roman time period became the source of ultimate beauty, which makes everything else pale in comparison. Behold the beauty of God. So for discussion questions, the first question I wanted to ask, and the only question was, as a Christian, God has opened our eyes to his beauty, and this is true. However, sin can still make our sight hazy. How can you continually fall in love with the beauty of God? So in conclusion, I just want to thank you for listening to day eight of the 12 days of Christ-centered mist, relishing and reflecting on the gospel, Christmas Advent. You know, thanks to my brother again for this awesome intro and outro. Check out his music on Bandcamp, Sounds from the Outside. Um, trust his beauty, bro. Thank you.